When God gives us gospel partners, we can respond with thankful prayer. When God gives us gospel partners, we respond with thankful prayer. That's exactly what the Apostle Paul did here. Just a thankfulness, joyfulness in his heart because of his partnership with the gospel uh, with the Philippian church. And so what we're going to see today is that the Apostle Paul's thankfulness stems from his thoughts on their past, their present, and their future. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about our past, our present, and our future with Builders for Christ. We're going to hear some encouraging testimonies from people in our church and some people in their uh, ministry. And then at the end of our service today, we want to engage in prayer. We want to collectively uh, really bring this to the Lord with thankful prayers uh, from our hearts. So that's the plan for today. I hope that that helps you uh, understand where we're going, and I hope you leave here encouraged in the gospel today. So let's quickly look at Paul's words and see his thankfulness for gospel partnerships, first of all, in the past, right? We're going to look at Paul's thankfulness for gospel partnership in the past. Look at uh, verse 3 with me, where Paul says, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all. Paul was obviously from the South. He says you all. Um, that was funnier than you guys left. So come on, guys. Here we go. All right. Always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy, because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Paul says that these Philippian believers, they were partners with him in the gospel from the first day. Um, what's, what does Paul mean by that? What does he mean? The first day of what? Is he talking about the first day of his conversion? No, he didn't know them yet. Was he talking about the first day of his missionary journeys? No, the apostle Paul didn't know them on the first day of his missionary journeys. What he's talking about is the first days uh, that the Lord brought their relationship together. Um, just from a, a biblical understanding, a historical understanding, when Paul wrote this letter to the Philippian church, he was writing this in 61 AD. But this church was actually started on Paul's second missionary journey around 50 or 51 AD, 10 years earlier. We read about this actually in the book of Acts, chapter 16. So in our normal sermon series, as we go through our study in the book of Acts, once we get to chapter 16, we're going to see how the church in Philippi was started, uh, how God started it through the ministry of the Apostle Paul. He goes into Philippi, uh, he, pre he, he, does, he usually goes into the synagogues and preaches uh, to the crowds, but instead he meets a woman, this time um, named Lydia, uh, you know, who's um, kind of hanging out down by a river, and, and he preaches the gospel to her, and she is the first convert. Here's what's interesting. She's the first convert that we know of through church history in the continent of Europe, uh, and Lydia becomes the first convert. Shortly thereafter, the Apostle Paul is doing ministry. He casts demons out of a girl. Uh, we read the, the story uh, later about Paul being arrested and thrown into jail, and the earthquake comes, and, and eventually what happens is uh, this Philippian jailer, the scripture calls him, he becomes a Christian, and he's saved, and his whole household believes, and they're baptized. And very quickly, we have the earliest formation of the first church in Philippi. Right? And this, this is where Paul met them on his first days. In 2 Corinthians and the book of Philippians uh, chapter 4 and others, they tell us that as time went on, these Philippian believers continued to support Paul with encouragement and finances and prayer. These are, are Paul's first days with the Philippian church, and they continued to be his partners from there on. They were his partners from the first days. Guys, I can say this, um, from the first days of meeting Lawrence and the brothers from Builders for Christ, I felt like we had partnership from the first day. 
It was amazing the way to see the Lord brought this together. Not only did I have my first call with Lawrence in June of 2021, but later in August, uh, Lawrence plus uh, four other guys from Builders for Christ came here for kind of a meet and greet. We're going to feel each other out. Do we really like each other? We think we like each other, but are we going to start dating? You know, we were just trying to figure this out and uh, determine the relationship conversations. Um, but uh, they came and we had several conversations um, on August the 11th and they shared more about their ministry and heard more about our ministry. And uh, I just felt like the Lord was, was bringing us together. We committed on that evening of August 11th, we committed to pray and meet again the following morning, August 12th, and see what the Lord was saying to us. And um, we met, a group of us met with their guys at, down at Cherry House Cafe, right down in Beaver Creek. And, uh, and we shared what the Lord was doing in our hearts. And it was just so very obvious that they said they wanted to work with us. We wanted to work with them. We had a sweet time of prayer around the tables there at Cherry House Cafe. And those were really the first days of our partnership in the gospel with Builders for Christ. So we give thanks, right? We give prayerful thanks for that when we reflect on how God has worked in our past to bring gospel partners. Well, Paul says that he uh, is thankful for his past with the Philippians, but the partnership didn't end in the past. It continues on into the present. Look what Paul says in chapter one of Philippians, uh, again, verse five, where he says uh, that their partnership, partnership lasted from the first day until now, until now. What was going on in the present when Paul wrote about his thankfulness for the Philippian church? What did his now look like at that point? We got to remember the apostle Paul was in prison. He was under house arrest in Rome. Um, you know, it, was, it had been about 10 years since he met them. And now he was awaiting trial in Rome and he was under house arrest. And uh, the Philippian church heard about how he was under house arrest. And if you keep reading through the rest of the book of Philippians, you come to the end of chapter 4, verses 10 through 20 or so. And it talks about how the church in Philippi sent one of their members named Epaphroditus to give Paul a word of encouragement uh, and a monetary gift, a financial gift, um, to express their support and their love and their appreciation for him. And so they were Paul's partners, not just in the past, but in the present Right? So when it comes to our partnership with Builders for Christ, um, what started back in August and June and August continues to this day. Some of you know this, and maybe some of you don't, but this weekend, um, about 50 to 60 people from Builders for Christ were here with us for what we call a, a planning conference weekend. Um, some of them have already left to go back to their respective homes. Uh, some of them are still here with us today, and, and you're going to hear from them in just a moment. But the people who were here in person represented about 25 different churches who want to partner with us for our building project. In addition to the folks that were here, there were many others who just couldn't make the travel to be here. So they joined us either on Zoom or other messaging electronically and virtually. Um, here's what I want to share with you guys. Guys, this is incredible. Yesterday in this room, we met and we heard commitments from approximately 80 different churches representing about a thousand different volunteers from 25 different states around our country who want to come and partner with us for our project. Guys, that's worth celebrating, isn't it? Praise God for that. Yeah, absolutely. So these are brothers and sisters in Christ and they're partnering with us, yes, to build a building, but 
for the sake of the gospel so that people in our community can be reached. What began in June and August continues till now. So we give thanks to God for his work in the present of bringing us gospel partners. And the last thing I want us to see is that Paul also has a mind for the future. He, has a, he gives thanks for partnerships and what it means for the future. Look at verse 6 of Philippians 1. And Paul says this, And I, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Paul had eternity in mind. Paul had the long-term view in mind. He was reflecting back on these people who had believed the gospel in their first days and how what the Lord started in their hearts for their salvation would ultimately come to culmination when Christ returned and uh, accepted them into his kingdom. Paul believed that, and I think we believe this, don't we? That the God who saves us keeps us. We believe that he who began a good work in us will be faithful to complete it, right? He is the author and perfecter of our faith. Um, that's what the Apostle Paul knew and understood about Christ. He had an eternal view in mind. And obviously the Apostle Paul wasn't thinking about a building project, right? Um, but ultimately, here's the thing for us. Yes, we have a lot to plan for the building project. But if all we think about is building a building, we are going to have a far, far short-sighted view of what really the Lord intends to do here, I believe. We want to keep eternity in mind to reach people with the gospel so that they uh, can stand before the Lord on the last day and be accepted by him. Um, we've entered into this partnership with Builders for Christ. Um, and like I said, we want to keep the long-term future in mind. In the immediate future, you know, what we're looking at this coming summer is that over the course of the summer for 16 weeks in a row, teams of volunteers from Builders for Christ are going to be coming here, teams that are coming in waves. Like I mentioned, 1,000 volunteers very likely over the course of 80, uh, over the course of 16 weeks, 80 different churches represented, maybe more. But here's what I want you to know, guys. Um, they are not coming here to just build our church, right? They, uh, first of all, um, they want to partner with us for the building of our church. And we want to partner with them. So it's going to take us working together uh, to complete this project. And so this is kind of an introduction to you to the fact that over the course of this month, uh, February, you're going to hear more and more about opportunities for us to be involved in working right alongside them for this building project. But at the end of the day, I want you to know this. When they come, they come as construction missionaries, right? That's a key phrase. They're construction missionaries. They're here, yes, to help build a building, but ultimately they're here to help make an impact for the name of Christ. I uh, love what one of the gentlemen named Ed shared yesterday. He said, he uh, kind of looked at everybody in the crowd and he said, guys, we're not coming here to build a building. We're coming here because we want to see God build his kingdom. And uh, I really, um, that really resounded with me. So this isn't just a, a building partnership. This is a gospel partnership. Um, we want to join with them as construction missionaries so that more people can come to our church, hear the gospel preached, respond, be saved, and come into the family of God. And so, uh, Lord willing, I hope to see us partner with them in a significant and strong way as we move the gospel forward by God's grace. Uh, we believe that what God starts in the hearts of people who believe he will complete on the day of Christ. 
And that's what this project is all about. So we give thanks when God works, not just in the past and the present, but also in the future for our gospel partnerships. And what's the big idea of this whole passage? When God gives us gospel partners, we respond with what? Thankful prayers, right? That's what the Apostle Paul was doing with the Philippian church. Uh, He had his mind set on God's work in the past, the present, and the future. We have our hearts and minds opened up today to our past, present, and future partnership with Builders for Christ. And we're going to pray with thankfulness in our hearts in just a moment. But before we do that, I do want you to hear a few words of testimony um, from, some very, some, from some folks from UBC and from BFC. And so uh, in just a moment, those of you who are watching at UBC East, in just a moment, Jenny Reno, uh, a UBC member, is going to come and share a little bit from her heart about the partnership with uh, Builders for Christ. And then after Jenny shares, one of the Builders for Christ leaders uh, named Greg Womack is going to come up after her and share um, here at Maine. Uh, what we'll have is Lori Geneiser, one of our members, will share. And then Curtis Boyd will come and share on behalf of Builders for Christ. Um, after those testimonies are done, we're actually going to have uh, a time of hearing specifically from the churches that are um, going to be coming and serving. And then after that is done, we're going to pray together and give thanks to the Lord for this partnership. So after we pray, we'll have a closing song and you'll be dismissed. But for now, I do want you to hear a quick word of testimony from Lori and then Greg. So Lori, come and share your heart with us.